You're a fucking villain! And you want to present yourself as a victim because it's a good legal strategy? Fine. But you and I both know you chose this life! You wanted it until you didn't. You used me so you could get out of L.A. I didn't use you. You did, and then you blamed me for it. You always made me aware of what I was doing wrong, how I was falling short. Life with you was joyless. What, so then you had to go and fuck someone you else? You shouldn't be upset that I fucked her. You should be upset that I had a laugh with her. Recording. Okay. All right, everybody, welcome in. You're listening to the Analysis. We're Matt and Bob. We're here to pod. We're here to get potty proud. We're going to fuck this pot up. You ready to get potty proud, Bob? Hey, Matt Hayes. How you enjoying all that space in L.A.? Oh, the space is so good. So much space. space. Well, I mean, mean, I've been able to walk around. I can walk anywhere I need to in Chicago. So I guess we, we don't see eye to eye in this particular thing. Let's get the lawyers involved. The uh, the space is almost like the spice melange. Oh, the spice melange. Uh, we're gonna be talking about marriage story uh, easily in my top five for the year. I watched it yesterday and I loved it. Um, just still in awe about it. I, I, how? What are your thoughts? I'm nervous today because I want to be really good on this podcast to pay homage to this movie that I instantly loved. This is my favorite movie this year. And my probably favorite performance of any performer in in a few years now. I I can't think of a a performance that's affected me more uh, recently. That's Adam Driver. Absolutely crushing it. Um, Yeah, it's it's absolutely astounding. And I, I haven't really been a big fan of his. I know a lot of people touted him since Girls, and I wasn't super into the show, and... Because of that, I kind of downgraded him, I guess, in my own estimation. But uh, and then you know, Kylo Ren isn't so good, but uh, but uh, just just absolutely destroys in this. And and a lot of people have said it. He's like the best actor working cur- currently to, in some people's minds, and or definitely the best up and coming, and or came and has has been. And I I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> completely uh, astonishing the performance, especially of him in this movie. Yeah, the character perspectives are, are really flawless. He's both both actors are really good. Scarlett Johansson is really good here too, and this is some of the best character development in in a realistic and subtle story, storytelling that I've seen in a long time. And me and you have both really liked this director, and and we liked Squid and the Whale. Shout out to our boy Jeff Daniels. Yeah, and, Francis Ha, I really enjoyed. Yeah, Greenberg. So there's. He's he's always made really good movies, and this this one is by far his his best movie. And I just me and you are both let, let's kind of let's let's be open and vulnerable here. So we're both. I, this movie affected me in a lot of different ways. Just a going through a separation, even though it's not as severe or dramatic as a marriage divorce or uh, anything with a child, but um, just going through that. Obviously, I had a lot of feels. And then we're both kids from divorced households as well. Yeah, that's correct. And I also was affected by this in in a little bit of a pessimistic way, but I went to six weddings this year. And I'm very much coming from a divorced household. I'm very aware 
of the reality of divorce. And so sometimes I go to these weddings and I go, man, I went to six. Three of those are going to end like this movie. And so sometimes you can compare this movie to something like Blue Valentine or Revolutionary Road or even that Vince Vaughn versus Kramer, Kramer versus Kramer, which is a movie that I've always loved. And then or or that Vince Vaughn, Jen Aniston breakup movie. But those movies really fo- the break up. Yeah, the those movies really focus on the argument and it spends a lot of time in the bickering and like why they're breaking up. Yeah. Yeah. And it spends just a lot of time in, 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 and I love all those movies in their own way. And, but they, they spend a lot of time in, in those, those fighting and the at each other's throats moments. And in this movie does spend a lot of time with the, the lawyers in, in the legal elements of a breakup, but it really it takes a fascinating approach in terms of people that are trying to remain friends. They say time and time again at the top of this movie in the first act, I want to remain friends. I don't want to bring my mother-in-law into this. I love my mother-in-law. I look at her as my mother. And yeah. they want to remain amicable. And, and if you didn't involve the lawyers, you probably could have done that. But the lawyers add a different element to it. And it really just shows them in, in, in this space trying to do the best they can to keep this family together. And I really think the message at the top of the movie, when they're in that, when they're, when they're, but they both um, stated their, their, the things that they like about each other, the notes that they wrote, but they won't read in the therapy session. But the guy says, even though you're going through this situation and there's a lot of contention right now, this is still somebody that you loved. And they were elemental yeah. to your life at this point in your life. And and Alan Alda's character, the lawyer, even says, you, you know, at the end of this, you two need to figure this out. And I think throughout the course of the movie, you watch them still finding love. And he goes to help her with her gait to, to get that closed or she's cutting his hair and tying his shoes. They're, they're going through all of this terribleness, but they're still finding a way to make it work. And so I also look at the movie as very hopeful in that way. And so, yes, breakups can be devastating and, and, and they're the worst part and they're incredibly dramatic, which which is soul-crushing. But there's also just this this human spirit and this love behind it. So all of that together, I just, I've watched this movie twice. I just got done watching it again and I was floored. Man, who writes your speeches? I gotta... Get him over here. Uh, <laughs> Do your research, yeah, man. <laughs> that's um, it's yeah. Well, what's what was interesting is that when they finally were like, all right, let's go, let's go away from the lawyers, let's do this together, and that's when you have the big blow up fight, which was unlike anything I've seen in a movie, and so it's so real, it's so authentic, and so well acted that you're just like in in awe of it, and it's it, it definitely it um, showcases that cliche where we hurt the people that we love the most we can hurt the most the people we love the most um and just like when they're trying they're trying to be amicable and it's such an awful tearing process we're just pulling apart your 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 souls uh just just make this and and you don't want to really give away anything you you you, like when he says like i i want my son to know that i fought he's gotta know that i fought for him such an amazing line because it's yeah, uh, he's it's 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 more than just who wins or loses. And the lawyers even say they say sometimes people get the get the custody of the kid and they don't even want it. They don't even use the time. They just want to win sometimes. And, and yeah, it's like win. this posturing of 
my kids got to know that I didn't just live in New York forever and he's got to, he's got to kind of feel it, but then it's what's, what's best for the kid, you know? <laughs> very, very complicated. They, they're so, it's so nuanced. Uh, it, you're never really rooting for one person. Just when you think you're kind of like on Adam Driver's side, then you're like, Oh wait, he's, he's being really stubborn and selfish. And they're, yeah, they're not a New York family. You know, that this isn't just uh, a, a ploy by the lawyers. It's, He's just not listening to the wants of the kid, even, and also it's just he's not hearing. And you see, you get the other side, whereas you know, for the first forty-five minutes, you're like, okay, well, this is very manipulative. You know, she's getting a lawyer. They were, they said they wouldn't. But I mean, again, going back to it, when they actually sat down without lawyers, like it's really hard to do without lawyers. You, yeah. you need, you need your own asshole, so you don't have to be the asshole. Yeah, but then it's also incredibly challenging sitting there and watching someone else talk about your marriage and talk about your life on your behalf because they're bringing up shit and and the lawyers even say a defense lawyer takes looks at the best part of good people or excuse me the 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 best part of terrible people and a divorce lawyer looks at the worst part of good people so they're just they're exaggerating everything and they're drumming up all this shit and they're making her look like an alcoholic and they're making him look work obsessive and, and neglectful and it's just they're 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 ripping into each other. And he said, I don't want fucking the, the lawyer to tell me that I've lived in Los Angeles when I've never had a marriage in Los Angeles. And, and so it's those people speaking in your behalf also brings up a lot of problems. Yeah. And it's funny how like jovial the lawyers are, even though like, Oh, that bitch. Oh, she's such a fuck. Fuck. <laughs> like really Yoda. But then they're like, Oh, they hey, meet each yeah, other. oh I saw the person how? at dinner last night. Yeah. yeah. You guys are great. Tell them, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they get in the, the courtroom and like, oh, fuck off, Linda, my client, blah, blah, blah. What about when she was drunk on the stairs? And like, like and, and they're sitting there embarrassed. It's like, oh, like, like you got to tell this basic stranger deep personal things. Just kind of get get them one over in court. And uh, it's got to be so uncomfortable to be sitting there. And, and meanwhile, you got like a full courthouse. <laughs> they're trading yeah. barbs. All these people with like no money, like that was really interesting. That's right because it looks like a really intimate scene. Because that first meeting Mm -hmm. where she helps him order his his sandwich and whatnot, like they yeah, uh, that that's a that's a private scene, and you think that all that intimate stuff is playing out in in a small room, and then they pan out and there's forty other couples in that courtroom. Yeah, without without high priced lawyers with theatrics. Yeah. Um. Wow, man. I mean. Yeah, we kind of dove right in, but I mean, this. So Noah Baumbach, Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, marriage story. Obviously, you know, it's about a breakup. It, 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 it kind of like you were saying, it cuts right to the quick, right? And I love the opening montage. It kind of reminded me of like Up in the Air a little bit. We get a, a brief overview of, of of a nice relationship, and it's the voiceover is great. It, it, it's it's their notes about what they liked about each other, and it, it plays over those point of views. And a lot of the same scenes are kind of done in a. You know, well, the, which one do you believe? Yeah, well, it uh, takes... Like, like the Monopoly scene. It does a really nice job of setting the precedent that you're going to spend equal time with both people. Yeah, a little bit of selective memory, too. Yeah. Uh, where it's, and then... Like from her point of view, he's really neat and tidy and blah, 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 and, and but is also very competitive and, like, Lucis is cool, whereas from his point of view, that's, that's, that's her thing. She's very competitive and, and can't keep her cool during Monopoly. Well, the competitiveness uh, plays out in the courtroom. Yeah. 
Like, he even has that line where he says, you're insane and you're fucking winning. And he punches a hole in that wall. And there there is a part of just a competition somehow. And he says, you want to make me look like this so you can win this fucking thing? And they are kind of posturing in this weird competitive exercise, even though it's about your fucking family and what's best for your kid. Um, yeah, there was so much back and forth, but I guess in the end it kind of like... The, the best thing happened, right? I mean, the, the, the kid should probably be in L.A., and, and she's happy. She's on a reoccurring role. She's got, she's got her family. and Yeah. And he, he's got to buy a second home, which kind of sucks, I guess, and fly back and forth. Well, uh, I think the way you laid out that intro is really important, Hayes, because that intro shows a lot about them as people. And it plays a lot out through the movie. So you've got the competitiveness, right? But he also talks about kind of her, her like how she's kind of a slob, right? And she also talks about how he's this very well-dressed man, correct? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of see like when she's at her house, she's she her mom has to wake her up at 1130. And yeah. she's making breakfast and her mom's got to close all the cabinets for her. And you can see like, oh, okay obviously the way that she was raised kind of has has made this type of person but then the kid also starts to behave that way a little bit and it starts to right. i could see it that's why i was at, at the beginning of the movie i was relating to adam driver because i was like oh he shows up and his kid's wearing shorts with with socks because he doesn't like the wind on his legs and he's like well put the kid in pants don't have him just wear long socks all the time yeah like correct the behavior you know yeah and then you know she's always giving him presents and like the kid's not going to learn how to read and she like she helps him read everything so like he he tries to sit there in the car and and, like teach his kid to read and and so like you could see like her parenting style is kind of shitty but then yeah you also see and, and to your point, like his his character development, she says you were too selfish to be a great artist, and I would defend you. And look at you're so selfish now that you can't even see what's what's best for our kid. You're gonna make him go out on a second Halloween. Like that Halloween scene was pretty brutal to me because the kid's yeah, just brutal. clearly exhausted. And it's like, dude, this is not about the kid. This is for yeah, you. Don't, yeah, don't don't die on this hill, man. I mean, it's Halloween is over. You know, you didn't get it. Uh, yeah, and then the kid like he, doesn't want to go to all these fucking. Lo- the, he's got to go to all these offices and the lawyer and the kid's like, why did you make me come to all these? If you couldn't hang out, like, why are you making me hang out? And he's like, well, it's my day. It's my night. Well, but but also he went to all those offices with his mom when she was like seeing a bunch of people to prevent him from having a bunch of options. Remember? Yeah, but there were so many times where like the kids passed out and she's like, you can just sleep on the couch just or let, let him sleep here. And he's like, well, it's my night. Like, did you ever get yeah. that when you were a kid? The whole my night, your night thing as a, as from my perspective, that was that was so on the nose. The whole my night thing. Uh, no, I, I was, my parents didn't get divorced until I was in college. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, my parents got divorced when I was five. So I was pretty, This I think this kid's eight years old. So it's right around the uh, same yeah. time. But it was very yeah, much like, week. Thursday night, that's your mom's night. Oh, this night, that's my night. And it's it's this this trading back and forth, and it's it's really challenging for the kid, you know? And it's got, you've got two bears, and you've got two beds, and you've got two bedrooms, and it's just... Like that part of divorce is, is really challenging. Yeah, and then and then the dad's house is always the the shabbier one, the the, the one with the bare walls, uh, so the one that's not familiar, and you don't, you don't have all your toys at dad's house. They're all at mom's. Um, I just the structure was so impressive to me, especially because we start with those monologues and then we kind of end with him getting to read hers and 
Um, and that scene was really touching. And I love that scene. Up. The the book ending of, of that device was was brilliant. Um, and then re- just real quick, coming back to the beginning, where she's like, well, if you guys are just going to suck each other's dicks, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll be out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's just so smug about it. He's like, I, I liked what I wrote. I, I like what I wrote. She's always yeah, said yeah. that I didn't like, that I don't write well, but, you know, I really think I did a nice job here. <laughs> oh, man. just like It's such a, uh, like, a record scratch, this beautiful, like, montage of nice moments and <laughs> it's you're right into the therapy uh not even like couples therapy it's like we're gonna this is an arbiter we're getting divorced this is whatever that initial step is so it, it it's such a harsh kind of turn and then he's like playing he, he's so smug for so long even when he gets served he's like kind of in disbelief and yeah yeah well we're, we're not gonna get lawyers so for most of the movie and then he, he kind of gets this rude awakening where she kind of goes guns blazing on him and he's playing catch up for a little while and then you know, he, he sees Ray Liotta, it's too expensive, he goes to get Alan Alda, and then eventually he's got to go back to, to Ray yeah. Liotta to, to get the, the the guns out. Did, wait, did, did you want to hear the rest of Alan Alda's joke? I, I have it. I have it here. <laughs> I pulled it oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's oh, talking oh, okay. about, he's like, so the, the hairdresser's talking to the woman, and she wants to go to Rome, and he's like, Rome, what are you talking about? That's gonna, you're gonna be blah, 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 and then she wants to stay at this hotel, and he's like, the hotel? They're remodeling it. You're gonna have to spend all night hearing hammers, and then she says she wants to go to the Vatican, and he's like, the Vatican? You're gonna look like an ant. You're gonna stand in line all day. You're not gonna see anything. You're gonna stand in line all day, yeah. So then... uh, He says, he cuts him off, and he says, Bert, am I I paying for this joke? And and then he, he, he ends up just talking to him about how this is all temporary and how the kid might end up just coming to New York and in college and this might seem arbitrary anyway but uh the end of the joke is so she comes back a month later from her for from her um Rome vacation and the hairdresser says how'd it go and she says well uh yeah we uh got on an overbooked flight so they said they're sorry and they actually bumped us up to first class and then we uh you know went to this uh hotel and it was actually completely remodeled and it looked beautiful and then we went to the vatican and actually we got tapped on the shoulder and one of the swiss guards said that the vat the vat uh, the pope wants to meet uh, a few visitors so we got to uh, meet the pope and the the pope came in and he was incredibly gracious and he uh he he knelt with us and shook our hand and and uh he he said a, a few words to me and the hairdresser goes oh really what do you say he said where'd you get that shitty haircut <laughs> that's that's good <laughs> it's actually a pretty oh, good joke man. that's a really good joke God, you just it's almost cuts him off like norm it's normal it's almost like norm mcdonald yeah it's such a norm mcdonald joke that's hilarious yeah uh man we're, well we're, alan alda you... real quick alan alda is he's actually the the best lawyer and he's so ineffective because he's a good man that he gets canned right like let's look at his yeah. character for a second he's the one that sit there and says you know a lot of people they're gonna lie i like i like to go with the truth and i want to look at you guys as good people and i just want to keep this you know what's best for the kid and, and everyone's like yeah yeah of course of course and even you as the audience members like yeah right and then he's in there just getting annihilated and he just yeah. and he looks and, and driver looks at him at one point because they they get off in the pleasantries about his acting or his directing career and, and how they how the Broadway show is closed and they couldn't smell the toast and Bert's like you know I bet that they're that's really competitive and he he doesn't really think about competition competition isn't something that's like <laughs> top of his mind right. and it's like dude yeah. we're in the ultimate competition you're getting annihilated like everything's competitive you're competitive well, right now. 
Well, when he's telling the joke, he's essentially admitting defeat. He's like, look, man, it's not going to be that bad. It's, this is not forever. Yeah, you're going to lose everything, but maybe the kid comes visit you later. Mm. <laughs> so, so he, yeah, he's definitely playing the role of the hairdresser, but, but also the overall joke where, like, things come back around and you never know. And, the, uh, you, you don't need to win right up top. You can win down the road, I guess. God, this movie has so many fantastic allegories, too. Like, just even him as a director, right? And he's, like, like you said, he's directed their whole life. Like, he's directed yeah. that family's life. And so she's always riding shotguns. So you start to see it turn when she's the one calling the shots and he's finally playing catch-up. You, you talked about that earlier. And, and then when she wins an Emmy for directing. Yeah, like, and then, oh. but you also oh, see yeah. when she gets the opportunity to direct, it also helps her parenting. Like the, the mm-hmm. being a director helps her as a parent because guess what? The kid starts to read, right? Yeah. That's when the kid learns how to read the handwriting. And all movie yeah. long, he hasn't been able to read. And the, the first time he comes in and she's like, I've won the Emmy. And he's like, well, yeah, she's a great actress. And it's like, oh no, it's for directing. And then he sees right. the direct impact that that's had on their family. It's just like so, so well crafted. The, the Where, story. I, I could, I, not to get back on all the, all the, I couldn't help thinking about, uh, Bill Hader's amazing impression of him the whole time. <laughs> just was like, know, Oh I'm, my God, I, I haven't, I haven't thought about Alan Alda since, uh, yeah, SNL where he was <laughs> just out of, out of nowhere. Alan Alda on like what the, the fake star Wars cut uh, yeah. audition. Who tapes. does an old well, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, this is a fantastic movie here. Oh, yeah, you got you got Wookies. Oh my God, that's that's fantastic. I'm the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, who has an Alda? Whoever said that was. Uh yeah, thanks for completely derailing my uh, <laughs> my metaphor. I, had, I had to get it off the chest. But no, yeah, the director stuff. Yeah, the yeah. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, or just or just the 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 battle between New York and Los Angeles. Right. Uh-huh. This becomes definitely like the two cities are their own. That's a battle. Just those two lifestyles are a battle, and just theater versus television. Like I'm what? a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, it was New York versus L.A. for sure. And, and I just he he was he. You just feel like Noah Bombach was like kind of just definitely kind of uh, inhibiting that character Charlie. in terms of yeah. the writing. Yeah. It's like he's the mo- he moved from Indiana, and but now he's like the most New Yorker of any New Yorker I've ever met. Um, what do you think of so Laura funny. Dern in this? Yeah, she's great. I mean, ever since uh, Big Little Lies, she's been tearing it up, and this was very similar to her Big Little. Yeah, Lies the Renata character. character. It's a little yeah, yeah, obviously just kind of like a rich California lady. Uh, yeah, that man, that first scene where she's making her, which she's, where she's getting the story out of her and she's making her the tea and she kicks off the shoes and it's yeah the biscottis yeah yeah just kind of lulling her into this sense of of, uh companionship to to start to leverage but then that's the fucking crazy thing about just these these arbitrary competitions because it's interesting how the characters want their lawyers to pull back like the like the it's like, hey, do you want to go after the the wife's uh, mother's money? And he's like, no, I don't. Charlie doesn't want that to happen. And then there's also like, she's she's trying to get the fifty five forty five in terms of the custody when he visits. She's like, yep. I don't need that. And she's like, yeah, I but now wanna... yeah. And it's like, this has nothing to do with me and my family. This has something to do with you and Ray Liotta. I just didn't want him to be able to say he got fifty. Yeah, it's fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, it became like a therapy session right away. And she's like this uh, syrupy, you know, acting cheerier, give us all diabetes woman. 
um, sitting there on the couch, and it's like, oh, God, it's just so awful, but it's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think she'll be heavily considered for Best Supporting Actress. Well, I mean, uh, I, I would be really hard-pressed to find a more memorable character this year. I mean, that that's that, that kind of character's ripe for Supporting Actress, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, she'll definitely be a front runner. Speaking of front runners, I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, this is your favorite. I, in no particular order this year so far, I've got yeah, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, yep. Irishman, and then uh, I don't know, Lighthouse right now, but I haven't seen Honey Boy yet. You loved Lighthouse. I loved it. I loved it. Um, we got two popes coming up: Bombshell, Peanut Butter Falcon. I mean, Peanut Butter Falcon. I, I don't really, ha- I don't really have a number five as of yet do you do you do you have a solid five having not seen a few this is definitely one once upon a time in hollywood two uh parasite three irishman four i know i guess i don't have anything rounding out the fifth right now in terms of but there's there's still he, more to come yeah it could could be honey boy uh who knows could be bombshell uh, yeah bombshell feels like this year's uh oh man what, what was the movie yeah. but with the gambling and what's her name uh, but yeah back to this man the bomb back was um just the 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 subtleties and 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 the way that these characters existed so naturally the the monologues and the way he shoots these monologues i mean they get really close up in in, in a lot of these and you're really able to you're just living with the, the the face and the expression on the faces with a lot of these it's it's really interesting the way he shot this movie, and it's also can be really funny. Wallace Shawn talking about getting blowjobs from Oscar winners and in his whole <laughs> <laughs> just that guy's that guy's just great. Anytime I see him, I am excited to see him. But a two-time Oscar winner sucking my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny voice; he could say anything. Yeah, yeah. The the, the whole little ensemble there uh, with a bunch of faceless actors, and then yeah, this guy from this former uh, Tony winner Princess living Bride. on his tw- in, 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 living on what he did in his twenties. <laughs> sucking my. Uh, yeah. That um, how about how like how the it was filmed? Like, I mean, like it looked like a '90s film. You know what I mean? Like the coloring of it, and it oh. was kind of grainy. Yeah, it was a little grainy. Now that I'm thinking about it, and just the, the, the way that they shot. dress, the way that they dress and move, it just he he very much seems like a '90s dude. It it, it felt like a, a, a like a New York student's handheld film. Um, up against you know this like digital IMAX stuff that's all out there, it it, it just had a very art house feel yeah. to it, I guess. But I just love the detail and all the blocking and how all that stuff starts to play out with her closing the cab, the mother closing the cabinets behind her, and then him closing the cabinets later, and and the the the, the close up of the shoes, and you can really see that he's creating this sense of environment that's that's creating an atmosphere and that that tension and, and contention really really starts to build and 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 just the, that coupled with this incredible writing some of the best writing and and you know i love these kind of movies man and and, and I'm, I'm really drawn to to these types of stories and, and they're always some of my favorite movies but all that together it was I, I i can't picture a better director this year i know well he wasn't nominated for uh golden globe did you see that well that's horse shit yeah, uh, best best drama, but not director. Yeah, but it, I mean, who cares about the Golden Globes? But um, 
the, the uh well let's talk about the fight scene real quick because it best scene it's in a oh my god it's in a bear a bear apartment they're like all right all right let, let, let's do this amicably let's just fucking figure it out but we don't need lawyers yeah it's almost like a start. boxing ring it's that square emptiness and they're just having just that they're white at... walls uh-huh. yeah they start off like you know let me get you something for the walls i could give you this well blah 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 i don't have a frame jet and okay anyway so like well, how do we start how do you do this and then they start trying to like well how about this how about this and then Immediately, it's like just triggers after trigger after trigger, and then eventually they're like, "I hope you fucking die! I'm so sick that I have to know you for the rest of my life." Yeah, we have. To, <laughs> we're in this the for the rest shit. of our life. Yeah. Yeah, and then just breaking down, he's crying, he's hugging her legs. I was like, "Oh my god!" They they go a full circle. It's so fucking amazing. Yeah, it's and then it, it's it's everything, and it's it's not how they actually feel, but it's just how they feel at the complete lowest that you could get. Like, that's the absolute lowest. They, they know that they're about to go into this court lady that's going to come in and observe your family, and, and you're just, you're you're exhausted, you're, uh, you're and, 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 and then everything comes out in terms of all the animosity they had towards each other that they could never really say, right? Like, she says, yeah, she so says, so cathartic. I didn't I, I didn't come alive myself. I was just feeding in your aliveness. And he he didn't uh-huh. even know my phone number and he was so self-absorbed and, and it would there was never gonna be a day where he was gonna say, So what do you wanna do today? I was just constantly in his toe and I was just a, I was a, a woman and an accessory in his theater and, and you know, he was like I was hot shit. I had a billion people that wanted to fuck me. I was on the cover yeah. of Time Out New York and I didn't wanna I marry you. I could have fucked anybody, but I didn't, and I should have. And I didn't want to marry you, and you just rushed yeah. me into this, and I got dragged into this gig, kicking and screaming, and it was and it was me trying to be accommodating to you, and this isn't something that I wanted, you know. And 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 there was that there's a really crazy sad moment where she says you I didn't she says you didn't love me as much as I loved you. And he's like, that's, uh-huh. that's correct. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's real. I think in every relationship, one person loves the other person more. Yeah. And that, that was evident. Yeah. And, right, right there. Yeah. And, and then they just kind of finally, she finally says it to him. And there's just so much that's always under the surface that they're not able to say to each other. Like there's that, he gives her the notes at the top of the movie and th- yeah. she, she hangs in there long enough to, to have that moment over with. But then as soon as she turns the corner, she breaks down and starts sobbing because they haven't had that moment yet. They haven't had that breakthrough where they've actually said, how they feel. And then and then finally, you know, it's him on his knees. He has that breakdown. She's broken down. And then they can start to rebuild. And I think that rebuild is, is the part that gives me hope and, and happiness is that, like, you can rebuild out of these terrible situations. So who do you think did it better, uh, Adam Driver or Leo yelling at his wife? Uh, <laughs> Leo with who? Yelling at his wife. Oh, no. Adam Driver. Was, this movie was so much better than Revolutionary Road. And I really like uh, you heard it here, You heard it, here, heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Adam Driver over Leo. Sound the alarm. The Sound the alarm. Oh. Uh, well, how Revolutionary bad did Road that isn't play that great of like, a movie. By the way. Huh? How bad did that play look, by the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, this woman being held up in red and everyone's like dancing around. The microphone. Oh, God. Yeah, this guy's falling around with a microphone. She's like going on about God knows Hayes, what. Hey, you can't judge it, man. You couldn't smell the toast. 
<laughs> you weren't close enough to smell the. It tongue. looked like the most theater query thing ever seen in my life. I like when the people are randomly talking about it, like uh, when when she's when she's getting in hair and makeup for her TV show, and they say, "I heard her husband. Oh, she was in a play. It was very avant garde. I think there was rain on stage." It was one of those kind of plays, and it was like the the, yeah. the TV turds talking like, "Oh, some one of those like New York weird things." TV turds talking about how they should really get out to see plays more is is very funny. Yeah, and then and then the people in New York just talking about the the genius and the toast, and it literally it rained sw- on stage. Oh my god, sw- it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know, swinging on his balls to say the least. Yeah, he's got his. Hey, but yeah. But we're supposed to buy this guy as this genius MacArthur Grant, and you're like, oh man, God, mm. look, he's like such a tough hang that play. Yeah, <laughs> and that's supposed to be the one that he went to Broadway with. All the other ones. Did. Yeah, but it fails because because he gets again. They say she says at the top in, in that thing how f- hyper focused he gets. He gets too focused right on one specific thing, and he neglects other things. So him and his kid are on the subway, and he's reading that. They're, he's reading that book, and he's like, "Oh shit, this was our stop," and they missed their stop. Yeah. Well, he gets so hyper focused on the the court custody and, and and everything like that that the fa- the play fails. He completely like the, the the play floats away, you know, and he wasn't able to to, to spend the time in it. And or on the flip side, Fair. he spent a lot of time in the theater, and he he's on like day thirty. He he completely neglected getting a lawyer and in, in that lawyer thing. So he gets too like self absorbed yeah. and hyper focused in one area or the other. Although I don't think that play had had much legs, to be honest. <laughs> you saw one tech <laughs> rehearsal <laughs> for forty seconds. Enough. <laughs> Looked like a Jill Tap Kaufman production. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, I was in one of those. So wait, yeah, yeah, so was like. All right, so uh, did you catch the karaoke at the end? I, I did not know this. I guess it's from Company when he gets up there at the end. Okay, yeah. It's almost, it's almost where the movie ends on. And he's like, he's with his people, and he's like, no, I'm sorry, this is, this is stupid. And like, no, it is really sad. And he just, there's someone starts a piano, and he gets up to the mic, he starts singing the song about being loved. And yeah, that was a bold choice. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it was from company because he really hang hung hang on that moment. Like, oh, this is important. What's going on? Yeah, here? and then he comes back yeah, to the table, like, and then he decides to go back up and finish the song. And yeah, and then I I guess it's from company, but I don't know that I don't know that musical well enough. Um, yeah, I think it's just this this cathartic song about somebody needing you too much or knowing you too well and. Feeling alive and being alive, but that being done, so it's definitely a an interesting bold choice. Yeah, well, I'm mean, definitely excited to rewatch it. Like of all the movies I've seen so far, um, this is the first one that made me stop and be like, I don't need to see Honey Boy yet. I need to rewatch Marriage Story. Yeah, whereas like, but but you know, Parasite. I was like, it's so much to talk about. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had so much fun with that for like three months before anything else came along. Uh, but this one, it's like, wow, man, that is that, that that's 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 not just like one of the best things I've seen this year, but of like the past five years. Yeah, it's. Do, do you think do you think it's a Kramer versus Kramer ripoff? No, no. Uh, Kramer yeah, versus I... Kramer was all about the father's uh, the father's self discovery as a parent, because yeah. She's gone. Meryl Streep is gone that entire movie. And it's it's about, I mean, yes, that's about a divorce. That's basically the first major drama about divorce. And that was the first one that brought up 
that a, a, a father can also be a, a parent when it comes to this. Because all the time there was this stigma that it was always just the women. The women were, right, were the best caretakers. Right. And so it's his development because he had no hand in terms of his, his son. And then it, it's, it's a great dichotomy um, in that movie where they're making the French toast the first time and it's a big mess and he can't get everything together. And, he, That's and him right, and his kid, yeah. he burns himself and he, he, he screams, God damn her. And, and he's reflecting. And he's like, now I've got to do all this shit by myself. But... He grows and he grows closer to his son. And at the end of the movie, you know, they're... My husband is so stupid. Yeah, at the end of the movie, they're making that that uh, French toast and they're they're like a well-oiled machine. And, and he's like this great father. And it's all about, you know, he actually... The best for the kid is actually to be with his father. So, you know, that's what that movie is about. Right. I think this movie is more about um, the... the the family trying to stay together and, and the recovery. And, and it's basically... The, again, to that Alan Alda line, you know, you two are the ones that need to figure this out. And and you can see them figuring it out at the end. You can see her saying, oh, you know, we're going to go to dinner. You take you take him and I'll help you tie your shoe. And we're going to do this together. And, 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 and it's definitely a collaborative. And I think it's more hopeful. Or both, both movies are hopeful, but I think this one has a lot of hope in terms of the family staying together. For sure, yeah. I think the Alan Alda lawyer probably gave them the better advice, but uh, the Ray Liotta lawyer allowed him to kind of match intensity with the Laura Dern character and probably saved him some concessions, I I suppose, in the end. But um, it it was great that he did see both, and he got kind of both perspectives, you know what I mean? Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, so real quick, I mean, uh, Adam... Adam Driver has to be. I mean, forget the the Phoenix talk. I think. I think it's Adam Driver all the way. Um, best picture. I don't know that it's. I I don't know if the front I don't know runner if they'll say this type of movie is because I I don't know. I really don't know what they they want anymore. In my opinion, he's got to win. If Adam Driver doesn't win best actor for this movie, I'm going to be very upset. Um, I think, yeah, there's a lot of good performances this year. You've got Joaquin Phoenix, you've got uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you've got probably Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems coming out. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are excited about that. You've got, but I just, there's, I don't, I'd be really hard to find a a better performance. This is one of the best performances I've ever seen, period, let alone this year. Yeah, no, honestly. I think Scarlet uh, should think... be heavily considered. I think Laura Dern should be heavily considered. I think this movie should win Scar for Scarlet Scarjo was great. Did, 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 didn't you think that she was getting, like, like, kind of, like, rope-a-doped for a while there? You're like, God, Scarjo is really good in this, but she's getting blown away. Like, it, it was kind of like this, uh, and not to rag on her, because I know we, I, I kind of was down on her on Jojo Rabbit, but, like, I, uh, she was great in this movie, but then you're like, man, she's up against this fucking insane, incredible performance. She's just like, she is not barely hanging in there. Did, did I, I don't know. Or? I disagree. I think she, I think she held her own in a lot of ways, and and a lot of times I actually uh, was, was uh, agreed with her, or at least saw her sentiment, especially that part where she that that monologue, and it's just her dominating that scene in in the lawyer scene, the first lawyer scene with Laura Dern. Yeah, and, that was really. And, good. and it's just that that whole part about there's some really devastating things that she says when it comes to you know the second you have a kid, they it's basically this long goodbye, and they 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 learn how to read, and then they learn how to walk, and they learn how to leave, and they leave you, and it's and she thought I thought that was going to give me purpose, and it really doesn't. It only gives me momentary purpose, and. You know, and then she says that the part about how she was always a, a an accessory to his life, and and how she always felt that she was only part of his aliveness, and and sometimes, man, I, you know, she she's like, I was just kind of this other person, and and he was this this 
rocket of success and i don't know i i reflected on that i respect that uh <laughs> revelation um so yeah just, i thought she uh, held her own short film. story long yeah uh no she was she was definitely good i just i i guess i thought that um driver's stuff was a bit more below oh he was he um, was the best in this movie for sure but it's really not a competition i think it's no no i i'm just saying that like you know it, two heavyweight boxers you know it, it's it's not a tie uh i guess yeah uh i think they both but, could win and i would be happy if they both won yeah yeah awesome it, it'd be like you know uh as good as it gets, kind of sweeping up uh, all the acting awards mm-hmm. and then other movies taken. I think bigger. if you get a significant enough on-screen tandem, then they both should win. I think I think it's going to go down like this. I mean, they could both win, and maybe that would be it. Uh, like, I, I could see Irishman, best picture, yeah. or uh, Quentin Tarantino, best director, Noah Baumbach, best screenplay. I, it's going to be very gonna be scattered. I don't think there's going to be something that dominates this whole year, which, which is a I testament to this year. It's been a great yeah. year. Been a great top-heavy year. I mean, like, for eight months, all we had was Once Upon a Time. And it's usually the case like that, but this year, man, week after week, there's, like, these great drops. Um, Tons of good films. Um, Very top-heavy, but but, uh, exceptional cream of the crop. Um, So, yeah, I I, I hope that they find a way to kind of recognize everybody. Um, And and I I just, I think the Joker conversation... It's uh, dead. ...will will quickly die away. And... Everyone that was like talking that up for best picture, Joaquin for best actor, I'm like, yeah, just hold, just hold my beer. You know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> these movies are so much better. Um, it, yeah. Well, time will tell, but I, I, I think that movie will be forgotten come Oscar time. This movie doesn't um, need to win any awards. It's, it's got the most Bob Panelon movie this year award, and I'm gonna. This is gonna be something the, I come back to. Yeah. The Bob. The Bob. Yeah, that's cra- crown that the Bobby right now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna come back to this movie so many times, and it uh, of all the stuff that of all the Blue Valentines and Rev Roads and and all that stuff, even add swingers to it. This this movie is, is tops to me in terms of that whole yeah, type of movie. It's fantastic. It's very rewatchable. Give it a stream. Sign your stream. Sign your stream. <laughs> Congratulations, Netflix. You've uh, really been knocking it out of the park this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob's gonna ask you to sign his yeah. stream. Driver, driver, Streams. sign my stream. um yeah uh uh but that's gonna let's cut it there yeah let's Uh, play them out with a little company what do you say oh hey there we go adam driver company uh if you want to see more adam driver i just watched the report on amazon i'd give that a watch give it a stream a very procedural but it's very good the dead Um, don't die patterson black klansman if you haven't seen it yet dude dude is uh i I slept on him he is uh, he's launched himself into some of my top category all right let's go do it see you guys later see ya someone to need you too much someone to know you too well someone to pull you up short to put you through hell you see what you look for, you know? You're not a kid anymore, Robbie. I don't think I'll ever be a kid again, kiddo. Being alive. Being alive. Being alive. Blow out the candles, Robert, and make a wish. Want something. Want something.
somebody hold me too close somebody hurt me too deep somebody sit in my chair and ruin my sleep and make me aware of being alive being alive somebody need me too much somebody know me too well somebody pull me up short and put me through hell and give me support for being alive make me alive make me alive make me confused mock me with praise let me be you But alone is alone, not alive. Somebody crowd me with love, somebody force me to care, somebody make me come through, I'll always be there, as frightened as you to help us survive being alive being alive